You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben Amin and Tatiana Keene-Jones. Our show is edited and produced by Brother Chris. For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack. For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash for all nerds. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. That's all, folks. And what's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the For Honor Show. The voice of the urban geek, the podcast where we discussed geek culture from the perspective of people of color. And as always, in the captain's chair, it's your boy, DJ Ben Amin, a.k.a. the ghost in the shell toe, Lando Californication. Master Splinter Cell, Trinidad Bane, keep that same energy on when you see me. Arsenio Holodeck! That had to be my own dog pound right there, you know. Where was the backup, folks? Where was the help? You know, because I'm not alone in this spaceship, even though sometimes it feels that way. Oh my God. Yes. Wild disrespect early. He's got more names than Daenerys Targaryen. <laughs> nice one. You know, we'll get to that, man. You know, for those long-term listeners, you know who that is in the third seat. But right now, sitting in the co-captain's chair is... Tatiana King-Jones, the Grand Duchess of Deck. Of Deck. Of, deck. of Tech. Also known as Jam in the Hall of Fame, Rita Orochimaru, Sean Jean-Luc Picard, Dame Diner Dash, Baptist Mamariba, and Lambo Calrissian. There we go, there we go. And making his triumphant return. Chico Leo, a.k.a. Dr. Brooklyn. A.k.a. what, Dr. Manhattan? Come I on. I, I, I get, get you. It. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> we got it. Keep going. See, I was afraid you would use that. All right, Dr. Uh-huh. All right, what are we? Not John DeLorean, John Mandalorian, a.k.a. <laughs> a.k.a. Hank Pimp. <laughs> okay, Hank Pimp, I fucks with it. I fucks with it. See? I like that one. I like that one. You got so more? So ridiculously trifling. <laughs> That's the ones that my favorite Chico ones are the ones that are more trifling. Do you have any others? No, I've, I've, I've retired uh, LeBron uh, frames LeBron after frame? his, uh, you know. What, switch to the Lakers? Or? Switch, switch to taking the side of China over Hong Kong. <laughs> Chico Leo's political folks. Oh, yeah, Jesus. man. Come on. They're saying, they're saying the people got to him and they said that, you know, your future ownership in an NBA team is at stake. And that's why he went on, uh, you know, was I just mean, like, what would you do? I wouldn't be saying, oh, Daryl Morey didn't know what he was talking about. Um, Ownership of an NBA team is nice. Oh, uh, no, it is. I yeah. get it. I get it. But, you know, whatever. At a certain point, you know, I mean, you know, you got your principles, you got your money and, you know. 
He already does have a lot of money. It's always nice to have more. I guess. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on, folks. Because right now, none of us have anywhere near that money. But if you want to help us get there, patreon.com. <laughs> patreon.com slash for, for all, all nerds. nerds. And thank you to everyone who has been contributing over there, all the people who are helping support the mission out here. As you see, you know, we got video now. You can see Chico Leo's glorious face over there. Tatiana oh, I honestly shining. forgot the camera was there. Forgot the cameras were here, <laughs> you know? we're drinking this really great Completely grape juice. Forgot. Yes, this great, great, great grape juice we're over here sipping Sorry, on right now. Gross, guys. Yep. <laughs> so, um, you know, thank you. Patreon.com slash for all nerds. Shout out to everybody over there on twitch.tv slash for all nerds. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, there we go. That, <laughs> Guess what you get to see. <laughs> yeah. This is this, that exclusive content that you get when you're on patreon.com slash for all nerds, folks. It's getting lit this Halloween week. You know, happy Halloween out there to everybody. By the time you hear this, it'll probably be Halloween. Because we know y'all be taking forever to hit play. Well, first of all, Halloween has been for like the last four days. True. We saw you shining out there. Thank as, you. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Incredible. Mrs. Incredible out there shining. Yes, yes, yep, yes. Getting it on. All the ladies love me. Uh, I don't know I what saw. was going on that night. This just kept coming. I said, okay. Yeah, they was coming. They okay. were coming from Mrs. Incredible. Thing boy. one, thing two, Catwoman. They was all there. It was Red all Rodney there. Hood. I didn't know. I was, I was like, trying to figure out where you were at. I, listen, I, this is I a party. know what I was doing. I, I was not doing enough because I was. <laughs> my Sunday afternoon did not look like that. That's all I can say. I was like, wow. Saturday. Yeah, oh, Saturday. Okay, well, yeah, my Saturday didn't look like that either. Lay, man. Yeah, no, not this I walk week. and I talk like a pimp because I am. Oh, yeah, there, there we go. Hank <laughs> pimp. Hank pimp, you know. Back in the house, Mr. Chico Leo of Sword and Scandal fame. That's right. Yes. 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 So, um, yeah, so it's taken a little longer for episode two to come out <laughs> than I had planned, I have to say. How do you think? And, uh, yeah, this the summer got away from me, but yep. we're uh, we're getting everything back under control, and uh, episode two is coming out imminently. I mean, you know. Imminently. It's imminently. different. This requires research. I wrote a script. I, it's not even just finding out all the information. It's how to link all the facts up and, you so know. So you're saying you put more effort into it than we do when we had someone like Damon Lindelof, you know. Of Watchmen fame. I know. Shout out Watchmen and Leftovers. Yep. Yeah. Well, and Lost. Off, yeah. Let's congratulate Chico Leo for making it seem like a volcano is about to erupt imminently. Yes. <laughs> season, oh, not even season, episode two. Yeah, episode, episode two. Right, episode two. Of Sword and of Scandal. Sword and Scandal. It's come as it's the uh, history. Show, yes, the history of humanity according to world cinema. There we go. So, episode two dropping soon. Yes, but you, if you haven't listened to episode one, you definitely should. It's uh, it's on iTunes. It's on SoundCloud. Yeah. Someone just told me it's not on Stitcher, so I don't know what to make of that. Um, <laughs> He's like, I'm not gonna fix it. But so I, I know. I guess I'm gonna, I'm gonna address. <laughs> I got to address that. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, each week we talk about a different movie, starting you know, so we're starting from the beginning, from like pre, uh, you know, pre uh, human, you know, uh, whatever, and then uh, caveman movies, then Bible movies, then ancient Egypt, you know, ancient China, ancient India, ancient Greece, you know, going all the way to the present. Like the the podcast will probably outlast me. Wow. wow. Oh, wow. yeah. I mean, if you could take it all the way to the to the present. And if it doesn't, then you could start going like into like weird future stuff. I mean, if stuff. you don't get episode two out soon, it's definitely going to outlast you. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, 
<laughs> no, it's, uh, you know, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I got to You're right. Listen, Chico Leo, we're proud of you. You got to yep. keep going. People are waiting for episodes. I know. Two. No, yes. believe me. I got, you know, and I, I appreciate the the patience. I mean, be, you know, putting out an episode regularly is more important. You know, it's more important than anything, I guess. So shout out to four on nerds in your inbox every week. That's Make right. sure you're subscribed on. But I have, I have a track iTunes. record with people like I, I put out stuff. Right. This is a little bit different. There's a learning curve with, yes. the, you know, I'm not just coming in and like winging it or talking about movies or TV shows that I just watched without, you know, I mean, yeah, I would have Wikipedia open sometimes when we were talking about like some TV show. No, we but this is too. no, I know this is but I'm saying it's this the, for saying, me, this, this is, is more, more difficult for me. <laughs> I'm exciting. saying for me, like, yes. yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's a lot, it's a lot of pre-planning. finding out all about like, yeah, it's crazy biology stuff and well, cinema I mean, history shit. I'm glad know? that you, you know you're putting in some work and some research, unlike certain people out here, you know, who just doing the things blind. <laughs> what are you talking about, me? <laughs> no, I said certain people well, out here. I'm, you know. You know, certain, with TNT. You know, yes. Yeah, oh right. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, you know, D and D, and we ain't talking about Dungeons and Dragons. No, 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 folks. Um, yeah, this week. Uh, <laughs> well, there was some scuttlebutt on the internet. I, I like that. It word. wasn't even scuttlebutt. They themselves came out and just said and it that's all. The that's the craziest thing. thing. Also, okay, okay, but we got to remember this was as interpreted by a Twitter user. Oh. oh. Let me step in there right now. Okay. This was an interpretation. These were verbatim from a Twitter user, and I will bring up the tw- Twitter user's name. For Arya. And, for Arya, thank yes. you. And on top of that. But that was from their interpretation of what was said. And on top of okay. that, the user Brooke Banowski, also known as at Brooklyn Marie, wrote and supplied the actual SoundCloud link to the audio. Oh. That corroborates everything that oh, was listed. Oh, no. Yeah. I, thought, I thought For Aria was actually quoting stuff. Like, I for actually was so too, but, yeah, but so. For Aria, when, when it was just a paraphrase, it was just regular words. Yeah. When it was a quote, it was literal quotes. I know, but it. still, you never you know, you never know sure, exactly. And, and sure. I need to hear the audio. It might have sure, been sarcastically but for someone said. to sit there for over an hour and be very specific about what somebody said, do you think they're just starting shit for no reason? No, not starting shit, but you never know how uh, D&D, bidding Has, off and why, were like you know were they jokingly saying certain don't things don't matter because and, and you know why it don't matter because you shouldn't be joking about shit like that like y'all I saw mean, it's a now, tv show y'all saw now we had on the show we had said that people was doing too much when they did things like that that petition talking about you need to redo that uh season and some other people were like well i, I can't believe y'all you know y'all took that seriously i'm like look if you have a million people signing something someone's taking something seriously so that's that's that yep but it became an issue for them even to joke about it, whether you know whether they were joking about it or not, is because this is an industry that is cons- consistently plagued by, or the or people of color who try to go into this industry are consistently plagued by not having the opportunities given to them, regardless of how much work we put in, regardless of who we know, regardless of what we do. It's constant problem. This shit is not a joke to us. This shit is not a joke to the people who are constantly being essentially blocked from being able to be creative, to be in an industry, whether you are a writer, whether you are on production, or whatever the case may be. 
and especially at the highest level where you have two guys who essentially say, well, I don't know what the fuck we're doing, but thanks for $6 million an episode. That shit hurts. Not just we don't know what we're doing, but like, yo, we're going to take this fantasy series and we're going to take the fantasy out because we want Housewives and NFL players to watch. Like, that's shitting all over your original, you know, your original audience. Like, you know, and... But it was the highest rated show it was. On, it was remember, the, wait, wait, wait. Remember, on, remember, it was, the, it was the, the finale was like the highest rated finale yeah. ever. I mean, yep. I don't know that it was like when it was on like regularly. I guess it was probably big. It was breaking a lot of records. But yeah. like, it was breaking right. a lot of records. But we've also changed. Like we're now in this era now, of like. But when Game of Thrones started, we weren't. No, but we were. All right, but Game we of Thrones really started weren't. at the same Ten time years as ago. the Marvel movies. Yeah, like, the Marvel movies. So the Marvel movies are all going to make a billion dollars now, yeah, whether they're good or bad. But they started out. You know, downplaying the fantasy elements. Thor said magic is science. Right, right. You know, okay. et cetera, et cetera. So that's how it was then. And you got to, and like that part I didn't have any problem with because you got to appeal to a wide base to get a thing like this made. That's I how, don't know. It bothered, like, the idea that, like, you're going to take, a, a, like, a, a very well-regarded fantasy thing and then take someone who doesn't care about or doesn't like fantasy and take well, it out of it. It's like, well, the reason that the Marvel movies work is because Kevin Feige and all those directors, but they all get it. Game of Thrones worked until it didn't. Yes. But it worked well enough for it to do what it did. Oh, no, it did. did. I actually still to this day maintain that the Battle of Winterfell is like the greatest thing I've ever seen on TV. I mean, like, I just have really big problems with a lot of the the last two seasons. And ultimately, at the end of the day, I actually don't think, given where they left us before the end of the last season, like, I was like, well, okay, Jon's going to kill Daenerys and Bran's going to be king. Like, there was was no other way. They they had had locked off any other Mm. thing unless they introduced someone new, like it was just sort of. I never thought Bran would be king, but well, it was more like who else could be, be king? Because I, because I was, I was pretty sure that what's his face that was going to kill that John was going to kill Daenerys, mm-hmm. and then he couldn't be king after that. Yeah, no way. So I didn't have as much of a, even with the final season. You know, I don't think it's the best thing in the world. I didn't have a problem with it. And a lot of people this week were hitting us up as they always do and being like, "Yo, how do y'all feel about this?" You know, da 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 da. We just had Damon Lindelof on the show last week where he was talking about having writers' rooms and how even he shouldn't be applauded because when he was doing Lost and he was doing Leftovers, they were very white, very white and very male. And one thing that I took from this and that I wish—I well, don't wish, but. I hope that people understand is that Hollywood is much like every other industry in the world. Like, I know most of us, when we were growing up, our parents told us one thing. We have to work twice as hard to get anywhere that a white person does, right? And that's not something that's different in Hollywood. Like, there were so many people I got hit from this week, a lot of writers. Yo, I never got my chance. And these drives, I'm like, that's how it goes down, though. Right, that may be how it goes down, but it doesn't make it right. No, but see, making it, see, this idea of right and wrong is where a lot of people get, like, tripped up, I think. Because ain't shit right. You know, we live in a white supremacist society. That's what I just said. Like, people act like Hollywood is going to be different than, let's say, you being a lawyer or a doctor. You know, it's not. I don't think people are going to think it's going to be different. I think that people want to express the fact that this shit is wrong. Yes, you're going to have a lot of the same issues. As long as anything happens within this society Mm -hmm. and this uh, dimension, it's going to be, particularly America, at least in 2019, it's going to be subject to white supremacy. We understand that. I don't think that's lost upon anybody. What the issue is, is that people are consistently and continually calling shit out like this. And people are claiming Oscars and all these other 
entities. Oh, we're doing this. We're trying. We're, we're, we're working. Even people we've interviewed have said that they have put in the work to try to make things change. At the same time, you get countered with situations like this. Yeah, that's my mind. So my thing is, I don't think it makes sense to tell people. Oh, so what are you? What are you complaining about? But, Not to say you said that. Mm-hmm. I just think I don't think it makes sense to tell people. Oh, what are you complaining about? This is just the way the world works. No, we need to speak up and and say this shit is fucked up. Wait, I just want to say, but there's also a difference between so Damon Damon Linnell specifically talked about Lost mm-hmm. and uh, and Leftovers yep. being too white. But I will say this: the first two episodes of Watchmen have been directed by a woman, yep. and Regina King, who I believe actually won an Emmy for The Leftovers, she was incredible on yep. The Leftovers. Like most Americans didn't know who she was, and now you have like a show about but a middle aged no, black see, superhero. That's exactly what woman. he said. He said, "Don't give him credit for doing Watchmen now because he's like before I was just well, it's as not white credit, as the but rest. at least like fixing a mistake yeah, he's is better learned. than I mean, yeah. like I can assure you that that Linda that D and D on their next." Shit are not going to have women directing things, and I think and they be might just because black. there'd be so much heat on them. They don't have any idea. They're they're so insulated. These are the dudes who pitched the, uh, a show about the Confederate. I mean, like that alone. I mean, like the, it's also like where there's smoke, there's fire. Like those guys have never given any reason not to assume everything that you read in the Twitter thing. You know what I mean? Like you, there's no reason not to give them the benefit, or there's no reason to give them the benefit of the doubt. You know, like because everything that they've done or said has been jackassy. Yeah, I just don't want people to sit around. Wait, to me, um, it's like like you just said, like sitting there being like, oh my god, like you act like this is brand new. Right. These are the same dudes who pitched Confederacy. Right. These are the same dudes who at one point said theme is irrelevant. You know, if I go into a pitch meeting, one of the first things they ask me is, what's the theme of this? But how? But they're know. getting called on it now in a way that wouldn't have been called on even a few years ago. Like, they're losing. Yeah. The, they lost that Star Wars thing. Don't tell me they, they walked away. Walk you didn't, away. Nobody they walks away busy. from Star no Wars. No one walks away from a Disney like bag. 500 million? No, I thought it was 250 million. I don't care how million. many bags are being like, thrown and, at you. And Netflix is $13 billion dollars in debt. And part yeah, of it is because like, they're giving $250 million to those jokers. So they're getting called on it. Also, look at how HBO, once HBO said we're not doing Confederate, they, they're still doing all kinds of stuff with George R.R. R. Martin, although yep. apparently you you just said that the, uh, the, the new, prequel was canceled, the prequel which, canceled, which I didn't yeah. know and I'm fine with, but they had like seven Game of Thrones things five. lined up. Whatever, five it's, it's ridiculous yeah. how many. Like, they should just end that. But George R.R. R. Martin is producing something with Nettie Okafor. The point is that like- um, They chose- they, they went with George R.R. R. Martin, not those guys. Star Wars is not going with those guys. Like- if they had a Marvel movie, Marvel's like, you know, Marvel's taking it back or, you know, killing that character before they get to that movie. Like, those Obi-Wan guys, is being run by a, um, a woman. You can ruin shit, like, your your career. So the guys who made, the two guys who went and made How I Met Your Mother were really smug, and they had the end all planned out from the beginning, and they, it ran seven seasons. It was, it was a top ten comedy for yep. seven years, and they... F- fucked up the ending the last episode so badly and it isn't even just killing the mother it was the ending yeah, up the whole with, thing, ending yeah. up with yeah it was just terrible and it was because they were like well this is how we thought it for the beginning they haven't gotten another show since then yeah but they're still paid I mean, they're not getting paid. To, they're not doing anything. Like whatever. Like they're not. I understand where you, I, I, I get. Like there's yeah. more than you know. I no, mean, there's like, more. I mean, there's more than paper. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I don't know. I think like 
There's nobody who has a show that big who now do, who doesn't have like three shows ten years later, and they have no shows. And I think these guys are going to get ostracized because because of their yeah, wackness th- and their boldness about how whack they are. I think like that, we're yeah. whack and we don't care. Yeah, that doesn't fly. <laughs> that doesn't fly. You know what I mean? Like at a certain point, sounds people, like a bad rap album from the nineties. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, my my thing is like this. I I feel what everyone's saying, and I get that everyone is upset and stuff but one thing that i want to point out is that there's a lot of this in hollywood just like there is in any industry the only thing is that these drives like chico said are so much more arrogant about it where they're just like you know we don't care you oh, know oh, and they just and say that's all what this people off. Yeah. your arrogance your sheer willful ignorance and the fact that you again it, whether you thought it was a joke or not or whether they said it as a joke no, i don't not, think it was a joke yeah no they yeah. thought it was funny they thought it was funny. It was like, oh, haha! It was expensive film school. Oh, haha! Six million dollars an episode. Oh, haha! Shut the fuck up! Like, really? So when Sony got Spider-Man before the Sam Raimi <laughs> movies, they got it for five. The rights for five million dollars to to do Spider-Man, and actually, uh, Marvel said to them, "If you want the rest of the characters, yeah. just give us five million more." more and they did. Right, and they didn't do it. That decision has to be the worst financial decision <laughs> in the last hundred years. Yeah, literally for five million dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah, like all they the Marvel, all of them. I mean, not the Fox stuff, obviously. Yeah. The Fox stuff was wrapped up already, but everything but Fantastic Four and X Men and, and maybe Blade. You know, yeah. like literally everything else. And they didn't do it. They're like, oh, nobody cares about those characters. Like that's how stupid people in Hollywood are. Someone said that like less than twenty years ago. Someone looked at all of the Marvel properties that weren't Spider-Man and said nobody cares about that. So yeah, they're they're definitely. I mean, there's a very famous thing, William Goldman. Nobody knows anything yeah i don't actually think that's totally true i think that's an excuse for the jackasses that are in place because so much of it is an old boy network and who knows who i mean the dude's dad is a former goldman sachs like it's a that you know that's what i i want people to understand man it's like it's an uphill battle you know it's a very hard battle and i don't want people to not fight but i also want people to choose their battles wisely like, what if this is the battle? But see, okay, this is my point. Like, like, okay, people ask me, yo, Ben, how do you feel about this? So what am I going to say? Am I going to sit there and be like, Hollywood? Like, I know a lot of people who are like this, where they're like, yo, Hollywood is run by da-da-da-da-da. You know, and they just say you straight up. And I've said, you know, I'll tell you straight up that Hollywood is run by white men. You know, facts. Everyone knows that. And it's, but am I going to sit there and like, <clears throat> Are you talking about just the amount of, I feel like you feel it's more complaining than anything else. Is like, my thing is like you? this. Am I going to sit here and be like, yo, Benny Off and Weiss are the worst? You can say that and move on about your day. Yeah, but what's the point for me? Percy, for, you, for me personally, maybe there is no point. Yeah, but there's no, okay. I, I feel like that's fine for you, but if there Game is a point for other is people. also a particular thing that people were invested in, and, and I think that's yeah. why it's rebounding against them But I know people so were invested in loss like that, and you know I was invested in loss, and at a point, and when it people ended- People went off on loss Yeah, people on went ending. off on the ending. Same difference, right? Lindelof wasn't around. I mean, Lindelof said a lot of weird things back then. He's grown as a person. Because even back then, he had to apologize for stuff he said. And it wasn't the era that we're in now where but everything he, is blown but up. But if it's it wasn't like, a level of arrogance, like how oh he, yes. he's doing He it. once told people that if you didn't like his show, then don't watch his shit. Like, basically, like, if you don't, you know, if you don't get it, then it don't matter what you say, basically. Like... 
My thing and he is, apologized so for it. So in, in that Aria Speaks yeah. or whatever, in that, because I read that that tweet storm or whatever, someone responded with saying they were just at a convention very recently, and there was an Iron Throne, and they had been at like 10 years of conventions with an Iron Throne, and there was always like an hour wait. And now there was no one cared. It's true. So last year, um, over the day after Christmas, I went on Amazon and got a whole bunch of Christmas lights to put on my house, and I got some Game of Thrones Christmas lights. And this year, like, I'm not putting that up. You know what I mean? Like, you know, whereas I would have if, if I didn't I love have how a, the gauges if, I didn't if he have gets a Christmas bed, lights. If I didn't have a, no, but what I'm saying yeah. is that's an example. No, yeah. That shows you that Game of Thrones has been poison for a lot of people in a way that's like, you know... And this ain't helping. And, and and I would and also say that's why people are pissed and are being so vocal about the, it because they are just continuously just just word vomiting frank, all this dumb shit. Frankly, the interview made me feel like God. I can't believe it wasn't a lot worse than it was. Clearly, like the George R. R. Martin stuff is really good. If but you if, know the only reason the only reason why they got by as much as they did was because, as you mentioned, the actors because of George R. R. Martin's material. Literally, no one really had. Too many problems with it until the last what two seasons they when they out ran out of material. Yeah, because you had great actors, great directors, great costume makers. And it's also else. the way Hollywood is set up. They actually said the only reason they thought they got their pitch through was because like foreign pre-sales had already gone through. No, that was the like pitch they had through. Already that, pre-sold no, the, the pre Oh no, that was that was the. That's the why pilot. they didn't get fired after they wasted they, they like seven million dollars on a pilot. Right. Yeah. Because they definitely fucked the pilot. They they admit to that. And I, like I say, it's tough for me because, you know, these are the, this is what, you know, we learn in Hollywood. And once you work in and stuff, you know these people. And so it's like, yo, do I want to, you know, not work with people like this because I'm like, oh, that shit was whack? Well, I'm a t- my thing is, if you don't want to hold this above their head for the end of time, that's yeah. one thing. But to call them out for the dumb shit that happened in this frame, yes. I can be friends with David or whatever in DB and be like, bro, that shit was wild. That shit was whack. Yeah. Facts. What does that change? I'm not saying that. My thing is also people have to understand because people do this all the time. You saying a particular point or a particular project that is is whack or, or the way people go about something specific is whack does not speak to the rest of their character. Yes. Like, I'm not saying, oh, this man is, 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 is a garbage heap. I'm not saying that. I'm saying no. in this context, in this conversation with Game of Thrones, y'all was trash for that. <laughs> Pure D trash. I will, also just I will this 100% issue agree. That, and you, this has been said on the show time and again, people need to come up with original properties in the sense that, like, People brought a lot of their own whatever to Game of Thrones. Like, the book readers are all upset about stuff that I'll never know about because, yeah. like, I didn't know about Beric Dundarian's, like, potential future. Yeah, I never knew about the with... prince who, never, who was never going to come. Why or... does that have to do with coming up with original properties? No matter what, people are still going to be having... No, no, no. Lord, what I'm saying is people... an original property and people have that's their expectations. We, we, and we said that well, on Castle Black, matter. that no matter what, someone's People gonna are going to have expectations to be upset. It's What it is is it's also a hindsight thing. Like, now you... Like, we... We, even though we largely enjoyed the series up until like the last season, we still had our issues. We still yeah. called out shit that was weird and didn't make any sense. And then now that we have the understanding that these motherfuckers didn't give a fuck, generally speaking, and that they were it rushing hurts even more. So yeah, it's offensive that, like, they were rushing, that they were rushing it. Like, yo, I watched Game of Thrones and then I did a full-on rewatch before this last season. Like, those guys, that they, they took like a week of my time in the sense that like the That's end did not- That's on you though, still. 
Except except to find out that they were rushing to get finished and didn't give a shit because because they were trying to get but, a Star okay, Wars see, deal. I, 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 okay, they now no longer have. Right, yeah, but see, but, that but part, you're like yeah, I, no, but see, okay, because I, I always go back to the idea of what you know the late great Tupac Shakur said: Negroes don't hate you for whatever you do. Like, people hated Lost. People hated Breaking Bad. People hated Sopranos. It doesn't matter how you end your shit. People are going to hate. It can be the greatest ending of all time, which I think Sopranos is one of them. I think Breaking Bad is one of them. I think Lost, the last season, and I'm a huge fan, is a hot mess, but there's some great stuff in it. And the ending is cool for what it is. I actually didn't have as much a problem with the ending itself of Lost. Pe- I did no, the whole last season. But that's not my point. My point is that people are going to hate you no, no matter what. So when people say that they rushed it, they did this, they did that, these fools but realized... But we know now it's true. They, I, let me finish. These fools had no chance of ever wrapping it up in a way that was going to make sense because they, they're they not George R.R. R. Martin. And they don't have 20 years to do these 500,000-page books. Or I don't think or, it has, I don't think to, it has anything like to do that. with that. I think is if they cared about the material, but, if they wanted to do it, if they didn't wasn't trying to rush, they could have made something out of it. They came in they came in from the gate on a fucked up foot, okay? From the gate. That's what they and I'm not making this up. They said so themselves. They said we're they surprised they let us do this like shit. from the beginning. Like it's not to me, you can't say, oh well if they were George R. R. Martin, they had twenty years, they would do better. No, you can learn to do better. And if you approach a situation with tact, with responsibility, with care, with thoughtfulness, perhaps you too can be a master. But if you don't give a fuck, you're gonna end up with something that looks like you don't give a fuck. I still feel that no matter what, people are gonna hate it. But yes, That's, people sure, but, but the amount of what people, I said. like the it's like of people the difference. It. The difference between like twenty percent of people hating it and sixty percent of people hating it is the difference between like a small group and a majority. Yeah. Like there's a difference, though. There's a big difference. I do agree with you. That oh, Shane Jackson Jr. hated the last season. Okay, you're That's never, you're never gonna, you're never gonna totally please everybody. Yeah. I agree with that. Like if people are gonna invest five, six, seven seasons, I mean, you know, there's people who don't like, you know, whatever you name it. Like there's you know, gonna be someone who hates. When I was a kid and, like, you know, I talked to old people and they were like, no, Star Wars was too loud. And I was like, I don't understand. I could not like Star Wars. People, there are people who aren't going to like everything. That counts for everything. But this is different than that. Like, I don't, the the Tupac quote is a little too sweeping, Uh, you know. uh, All right, well, I think, you know, this to draw. For for these guys, I'm saying. Yeah, for these guys, no. No, not not for these guys. The Tupac quote is too sweeping for, like, you know, everything. I mean, you know. Yeah, but I also feel like there's. Not everybody gets shot multiple times. You know what I mean? Jesus. I'm just saying, like, you know, it's not, he's not the average guy. Like, you know, like. This is also true. I mean, no, no, right. no offense. Right. No offense, uh, no know. offense. Jeez. All right. And with that, let's take a quick break. <laughs> we'll be right back with more to show. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Allison Williams. I'm an actor, and when I am not scaring people on screen, I am hanging out with For All Nerds and listening to their show. Hey guys, this is Rod and Karen of the Blackout Tips Podcast, and when we aren't doing one of our mini podcasts, yes, we are listening to For All Nerds. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Asante, one-third of the Friend Zone, and when I am not smoking pot or playing Shinobi Striker, I am listening to For All Nerds. Tune in. What's up, everybody? This is Chuck Creekmer, a.k.a. Jigsaw from AllHipHop.com. 
And when I'm not placing my heavy hand on the world of hip hop culture, I'm watching for all nerds. Hey, this is Logan Browning, and when I'm not trying to take over Netflix, I'm looking to for all of us. Yo, what up? This is Yahya Abdul-Mateen. The second I play Black Manta in the Aquaman movies. And when I'm not getting around the city, I'm chilling, listening to For All Nerds. What's up, y'all? This is Ann Steven Harris, fire artist, co-creator of Aztec, fire artist on Ajala, The Fringe, Michael Cray, Watson the Homes, don't forget Watson the Homes, award winner of Watson the Homes, Glyph Award, Eyes are nominated. When I'm not drawing, I am listening to For All Nerds. Check it. Hey, I'm Malcolm Lee, director of Night School, and when I'm not directing, writing, and producing, and editing and spending time with my kids, I'm listening to For All Nerds. Hey, this is Pamela Ribbon, and when I'm not writing things like My Boyfriend is a Bear or Ralph Breaks the Internet, I am listening to For All Nerds. Yo, what's up? This is Chico Leo, and when I'm not leading an Athenian revolt in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I'm listening to For All Nerds. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to this episode of the For All Nerds Show. As always, thank you to everyone out there who has subscribed on all those various platforms that you can find us on, from SoundCloud to iTunes to Stitcher. Pretty much every platform out there other than Tidal. We working on that last one. You know, we on there. What's my favorite? Spotify. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. Can't We're forget not, about- no, no, I'm not working on trying to get on title. Let's be real. I don't know who I need to hit. I mean, it's like, I know Young title. Guru. We know just You Blaise. know Elliot Wilson. I, you know I don't Elliot know Wilson. who to get us on there. I just feel like that's a very, um, uh, what is it, wall selective, garden. Selective. Wall, yeah, wall garden for a very specific group of people. So, yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. We on everything else. We on everything else. You know, you can also find us video on twitch.tv slash for all nerds, YouTube for all nerds. And as always, if you want to support the mission, hit us up, patreon.com slash for all nerds. Atsy uh, was talking to the people at Twitch um, this week. Oh. You know, again. They giving and, us money? Um, okay. So what are you talking about? <laughs> times have changed. We might be looking into mixers, all I'm saying. You know, that's all I'm saying. Like, you, mean? Um, you know, Twitch, you know, they're not really like... You know, before they were like pushing for this diversity and all that, uh, and now they they're just say, like, "Oh, we we good." They met their diversity quota. Yeah, they, we good. Got you. you know that that was the response Heard I got. You. you know that was the response I got. We good. Oh, okay. So you know, mixer. What up, mixer? You know, ah. <laughs> a lot of people making that jump. Shout out to Ninja. You know, other people making that jump. You know about that, right? Mixer. Yeah, no. yeah, 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 you know. Ninja. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't really mess with Ninja. You know, but anyway. Oh, no, no one keep does. Going, but yeah, going. yeah, but you know they'll mess with us on Mixer. That's all I'm saying. You know? Probably so, Mixer YouTube, YouTube, for all nerds. YouTube gaming, YouTube gaming. You know, there's, Framing, there's a lot of different, you know, a lot of different places right here. You know, you know, we don't have to buy Popeyes chicken sandwiches. Yeah, those are coming back. You know, yeah, those are coming back I, like I mean, very imminently dog, before the next were, episode airs. Okay, like they I, will I think be back. Dog, I stopped eating chicken and like yeah, know. he doesn't even eat chicken. Yeah, it's been a minute. Right, I, think uh, I, I don't even know if it's it. and it's also like that. I don't know, is it real chicken? You know, it's like chicken product. Is these it are, like, you know, is it like the you know nuggets, McNuggets? These are all questions I don't need answered. Right, <laughs> um, Tatiana, I think you had something to say because you know, yes, yeah, there, there's been a lot of struggle, but again. I can use if this word. Scuttlebutt, yes. A lot of people were not pleased with what we said about raising Dion. Um, now on Netflix. Now on Netflix. 
listen, I'm I don't know what to tell you. I'm not taking back anything I said. Throw down some change. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not taking back anything I said. Um, Mom, I did the see, ice cream man is coming. Stop, stop, Ben. <laughs> like I said, I was still very kind to the child and the overall Look. understanding. I think also what a lot of people don't realize is that there is there is precedence. Like, they didn't just come up with this random story and it's like a kid show. Yeah. It was never like that. It mm-hmm. was always a drama, number one. It was always much more elevated, if you will. So what I ended up getting was very curious yep. when, when I saw the series. I haven't finished it yet, but I do intend to. I don't think I do. Okay. I've, um, you know. Ben, I mean, maybe yes. not. I think the time has passed. I've I've already heard how it ends. I know the big twist. Don't say the big twist. I won't, I won't let don't it know. Don't say the big twist because yeah, I would like to learn. It's one of the things I kind of saw coming. Okay, well, I would like yeah, to learn about big twist. You know, yeah, it was like, I mean, yeah. You but know, that character only, was always trash. The only reason why I'm bringing it up is because I made an egregious error the yep. one we talked about it the first time because I left out a very important person that I absolutely love. Absolutely, I love her character. Oh, is this his best friend? His best friend, oh, okay. Dion's best yeah. friend. Yeah, her real great. name is Sammy Haney, yeah. but she plays Esperanza. She's great, and she is so freaking dope. Yes. Like I need to see her in more projects. Like her charisma, her acting. Yes, the and level of intelligence. The level, this has. like the level of intelligence this has. Yes. the impact this has. Yes. Yes. She's fire, yes. and I want to see her in more things. So I that was my egregious area by by error by leaving her out, and I want to make sure I put her back in. And see, people all, you know, were sitting there attacking us, or not attacking, they were disagreeing with us. No, they were us. disagreeing, and that's yeah. fine. I told you. I, well, y'all there, was certain, there was a few attacks mixed I, in. Listen, I don't take it as bring attacks. It, bring it. You know, I don't take I, it. I, think I don't care how I go you, down. You think I'm being, you're like, it's, it's Sevian. What do you expect? I expect good acting. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I expected, you know, I expected like Sam, like the young woman, Sammy Haney, who, you know, is acting her ass off and isn't ma! You know, like. Stop, Ben Ami. Like I said, Ben Ami took it to another level, okay? <laughs> I think like what I said is what I said and I will I will repeat it. He is still My learning. Dog's bite. He's he's a young actor still learning and it and he's still learning and growing. Yo, ben would have raised Dion differently. If they ever do a belly prequel, my man got DMX on. Oh my god. So like I said, I'm I said what I said. Shout out to Sammy. Ah, Sammy's what's, fire. What's, what's his name in, in belly? Oh, and my, like, and my, Logan, and my like, vitriol, you know, <laughs> and just also to clear up one more thing, my vitriol for the acting was aimed primarily at the adult actors. I just had an issue with each one that popped up on the scene. But Sammy, I love her. Yeah. Um, That's all I wanted to Yeah, say. like I said, I don't think that kid, you know, I, I would like to see, you know, the, the young lad who plays Dion to get more work because I want to see a black man. To His see. name is Josiah Young. Josiah so, Young. You know, I'm you know, glad that he got young. this opportunity. He's learning and will continue to learn to be better. There we go. Word up. Nice. Tommy Brown. If they ever do the young Tommy Brown movie, <laughs> my man Josiah got that on lock, son. Lock, yo. He's killing the young DMS role. All right. <laughs> Look. He's so rude. There's opportunities for everyone. All right, folks. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> anyway, there's something coming up we got to talk about. There's what? There's a little segment you like. Yes, this is a little segment I like. Oh, Lord, yeah, I blame Chico for this one. Um, Folds, as always, you know, you can, you know, I'm blaming you in this, you know, grape juice we're over here sipping on. As always, if you have a question for us for this segment that we like to call... 
is extra. The Geekwently Asked Questions. The guac is extra. You can send it in. Send in your questions. Thank you to everyone who sent them in this week. You can hit us up, contact at 4allnerds.com or on Twitter and Instagram. I feel like I haven't mentioned the Instagram this week. Instagram.com slash 4allnerds. Instagram is always popping. The, the IG really do be popping. Really do be popping. Every day. Like, every day is something new. You could discover new artists, new projects. New cosplayers. New cosplayers. Like, it really is popping every freaking day. Trailers, all that good stuff. Yeah. Lituation over there at Instagram.com slash For All Nerds. And you can leave your question right there. Or like I said, you can hit us contact at ForAllNerds.com. And what do we have up first? Hopefully not a question filled with slander like the rest of this episode has been. (laughs) The first question comes from Rhea. They write, hi again. Do y'all think the police brutality in Watchmen has been ignored because it was towards white supremacists? I have never been one to think that just because something messed up is happening to me that others need to experience it. I just think that if we are fighting for fair treatment, it would be better for police relations rather than giving them the okay to attack all and not just attacking blacks and people of color as it seems they have the past to do now. To be clear, I'm in no way defending the KKK or other supremacy groups. P.S. Love the interview last week and I'm looking forward to episode six of Watchmen. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, we'll see about that. We'll see about that after episode six. It, it'll fuck your head up, but it's, yeah. it, again, I still enjoy the series. Hell yeah. Five and six. Um, have you been watching? Uh, so I've, I've only seen the first two episodes. That's yes. all you need to see. There's only right. two episodes. Yeah. And Probably. the, um, you know, I actually thought that specific thing in the second thing. I mean, there's a scene where Regina King, like, literally beats Goes a white almost to death, if yeah. not to death. And like they the, keep moving after, right? Exactly. And the moving. point is, like, yeah, they're 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 addressing police brutality, but this is an alternate world or like whatever. But there's no way that you could look at that and not, you know, and not sort of, uh, you know. So so I, I no, of course, you know, like um, um, well, I think there's you know there's a lot on on this subject. I saw a Twitter thread the other day where someone was bringing up the idea that there's been more, or just they were presenting this idea. That there's been more since Black Lives Matter became a thing that now uh, black cops have been betrayed more in media. And they're talking about how Denzel Washington's son played a cop twice, once in the Spike Lee movie and once in, I guess, something else. I don't know. Um, One, I was like, well, Denzel Washington's son is going to play whatever role he can get right now. media or just entertainment? Because I feel like they also trot out black cops. It's time to talk about a black victim. Wait, what? I think I'm asking. Yeah. And like TV and film. Okay, so yeah. entertainment. In entertainment, they've been like bringing up the black cop. Mm-hmm. So that way, when you look at cops, you're like, well, Regina King's a cop, you know, and Denzel's son is a cop. So they yeah, can't Regina all King be is bad. the only black cop out of like 50 cops. Yeah, but in general, she was. Well, you know, black woman. I, I don't recall seeing it. In, in, in Watchmen, you mean? Yeah. I don't recall. There's other black cops in Watchmen. There's plenty yeah. of them, but they, I, Spanish, as far as I see, they're all men. Latinx. Yeah, there's definitely. You get. But more. of the ones that talk, it's like you the get dude, more. the silver you'll dude. You'll get more. Okay, this is the You'll get more. Well, no, no. I'm saying in the background, on the force, like even when they're in that meeting room, like the briefing room, there's there's black cops. And you'll get more with speaking roles. That's beside the point right here. What I'm saying is that they use this as a way to normalize cops and to make it where, okay, you're not looking at cops as just white cops. So when we're angry at cops, we're like, but, you know, they're not all bad because Regina King's a cop is what, you know, people are saying. Me, 
I think that there's always been black cops in media, and I think that's always been a way to make people not think of cops that way. Like, if you look at the Carl show. Carl Winslow, black cops. Yeah, Carl Winslow, The Wire. I mean, you know, Back to Hill Street Blues, like any cop show I can ever imagine. Yeah, there's always a black cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that makes it, you know, that normalizes cops. And so I think that is definitely a way. And so I think there's a lot of things in Watchmen. You know, that's the thing. It's like Watchmen, one of these shows that, and that's why when we had Damon on the show last week, I said what I said because it could go either way. You know, it can be used for good or bad, all these things that they're doing on it. Now, do I think it's being ignored by us? I I don't think we were ignoring it. I actually was going to add to that. I don't think yeah. it's being ignored at all. They didn't say us. They didn't say a specific yeah. group. They just said. But the like, I'm just talking about like, or like, you know, we didn't really bring it up Are, talking is to that Damon. Person really talking about us as in black people. I think maybe us as in the show, you know, and yes, us as in black people too. I just thought. I just took it as people in general. I thought us as in black people. But they never wrote us. That's the. I know, but you know, yeah. I hear but, you. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. So. It's understood. I did to your point. I didn't think it's being ignored. I think it's being interrogated differently mm. because. Yes, you have, as you may, as I think you're alluding to, that there's an inherent bias that if you're white supremacist or white supremacist adjacent, then, you know, people are going to feel less for you. I, it's, this is a weird, slippery slope for me. Like, I don't ignore the violence. If anything, in the show, if anything, I feel like this show from the jump has been hyperviolent. Mm-hmm. And that's just the DNA of the show. Yep. So to see continuing hyperviolence, even within the force, it doesn't seem out of character for me. And in real life, this is what they do. So mm-hmm. it still doesn't seem out of character to me. So for yep. me, it wasn't me ignoring it. It's To me, it's just more of what I know about this show and more of what I feel also happens in real life as well. Yeah, and um, I don't think that cop, like, me. especially with cops, I think a lot of it has to do with class and stuff. So I don't, when I see a cop beating on poor white people, I'm like, well, that's what they do in real life. You know, cops beat on poor people in general. Yeah. It's not just, we get beat on by our, by our skin color because we stand out more, but poor people in general are going to take that L. You know, that's just how it goes down. So that's why I think, you know, when you see Regina King beating on this poor white dude, I don't think it's really a big deal. No, cops' job is essentially to protect rich people's property right. yeah. from poor people. And at yep. least in this world, this particular world of Watchmen, she was beating a guy for information. I, it had nothing. Yes, no, he no, was. No, no, no. In the she second whips, episode. She, yeah, she whips that dude's ass for information in the first one. In the second, it when they run up on the- doesn't matter which episode. I'm just saying in first or second episode, the episode came out. Excuse me. No, but in the second one, she beats the dude not for information. She Remember when they run up on the trailer park and they just whooping everybody's ass? She's, she beat him for information. She beat him to put him in her trunk. And no, no, that's in the first episode. That's in the, the first second, episode. In the second, second one, one, she beats his ass she just, just beats because the guy dad like just beats him the way cops okay. beat people. Okay. Yeah. okay, okay. They just run up in there and beat everybody. The first time, whatever yeah. episode it was, when she, she was beating him for information, it wasn't because he's a because he's white. Yeah, and because it was because he is a, or or suspected to be affiliated with this this group that is a problem. Yeah. So she wanted that information, and like I said, to me, this all still fit in the vein of what this particular Watchmen story is about. No, but in the, in the second one, which I feel like maybe that Rhea is yeah. referring to, there's definitely yeah. they just roll in and there's just, just beating, beating, beating everybody. There's just this indiscriminate beating, which is beating. what the cops do. I mean, yeah. if you shoot and, a and, cop, then they come right. in and beat and again, everybody up. And again, the reason why I don't think anyone is ignoring, it, if anything, people are interrogating it differently. Because it's a flip of what you've seen in history, mm. where you have cops that go into 
people of color neighborhoods and black neighborhoods yeah. and and be indiscriminately where now you're seeing almost almost a mirror image of black cops and other white cops and other cops just beating indiscriminately these poor white people and it's also and when i say poor i don't mean that as an adjective i mean literally yeah they're poor the the, the no just in case someone's gonna say oh you said poor white people no i meant like poor as in you know not rich yeah Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> Just De- FYI. Destitute, yes. Um, but like the thing is, and this is another thing that's been brought up by a lot of different people too, is is once again, it's this show helping to normalize cops. You know, because it's like we have this thing where before, you know, it's like, okay, cops are evil, you know, which we really don't think. We think there's bad, a lot of bad cops. A lot of the laws are set up to make it where cops some can be bad. Some people think that. Some people do think. Some, a lot of people think that they're a gang. A lot of people think they're state-sanctioned gangs. I am one of those people. Things. But I also know police officers personally. I do, too. I have yeah. my family. And while I also say that once you join the police force, that is, you know, you're putting on that badge and that is... You made a conscious decision to do that, and so the ramifications come with that. Mm. But at the same time, I know that you're a human being, and you might have to feed your family, et cetera. I also think that, you know, a lot of people have to feed their family and don't become cops. So it goes both ways. But, yeah, I think I think that's the thing about Watchmen. That's why I'm glad we had Damon on the show. We're going to continue to have some more creators or the people from the show because it's one of these shows that is really raising these questions and making people have these discussions. I've been listening to, I don't even listen to a lot of podcasts, and I've been listening to other people's joints just to hear what they said about Watchmen. So, you know, we'll, so also, we'll have more to see, talk I about. I also it, but think these kind of political things, when, when they're set in an alternate universe in, on a superhero show, it makes it easier to examine them. Well, like, that's what was, Damon said on the episode last the week. Part, you got to listen to the interview. <laughs> the next question. Thanks, thanks. That was a good question, Rhea. Thank you. The next question comes from Richie. A.K.A. 100 Miles Morales and Running, A.K.A. R.J. Barrett Wallace, A.K.A. Denzel Washington Heights, Ricky Bobby Brown, and Stan Lee Kubrick. You know, I was to make a comparison about how Rick Hahn and Ricky, like, from Boys in the Hood. Oh, no. You know, it's like, it's like Rick, like, you know, wow. the Ricks can't, you know, wow. the, the Ricks just can't get it yeah, together. Yeah, I mean, you got to put the, the audio from the from Boys in the Hood over the scene of, like, well, Ricky! Rick Hahn. Yeah. Not running in a zigzag, right, yeah. and then have it right with a boom right when he gets right. in the arrow. <laughs> yeah. And this is actually our Richie. So and have yeah, the Richie. Ricky and have it be John Snow screaming. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he writes, since we all love shows and films based off comic books and ca- excuse me, based off comics and books, what original TV or film story would be interesting or better suited as a comic book or graphic novel? For example, a prequel to Power with a young ghost Tommy and Cannon. <laughs> running the block in the 90s 2000s would make for a pretty dope graphic novel and the obvious Breaking Bad could be reinterpreted or expanded on Walter White's story and go into Mike Ehrmantraut's early life as a cop in a comic book he thinks that would be fire what do y'all think well, I think the Mike Ehrmantraut thing would be dope as a TV show like yeah. you know, this dude rolling around so not as a comic book but as a TV show I think show. either of them weren't I don't know yeah I, those, those, that's weird to me like they're doing from what I understand they're supposed to be working on a power prequel Ugh. called Ghost Oh word! Yes, I mean, said, yeah. <laughs> look, look. Power's the greatest show on television. No, it is Shout out to Eric Haywood. 
legendary. Maybe pulse. it should be toast. <laughs> Did you see? What's her face get smushed in the head? Yo! My man put, put ghost! One finger in the head. Put one finger on Tasha's head. I'm like, yo, filming that scene. I know what's her name wanted to slap the living shit out of him. Yes, yes. Like, that was acting for her yeah, not to slap was, the living was, shit like, out of him. People were arguing for like half a day, like, ooh, what's better with a wire or <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the power. Like, look, the, I mean, please look, look the way your face when I said that. And frankly, I think Snowfall is really, really dope. But, but I think it's John Singleton's like. But see, I will argue forever. And they're saying like that you know, power. power and no, no, Snowfall. no. See, but power is its own beast because it's an amazing. Because it's so silly and it's still so captivating. And so entertaining. Because it's slick and it looks good and the people look and, good. And, and they the put their all yeah. into it. Like, they put their all into that show. And could, yeah, I don't know, man. My man Tommy is yeah. at the yeah. every week. Like, he, he, he puts every... Okay, but back to the expression. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, and it's something that would be better suited as a comic or a graphic novel. I don't think that's story. so, you know, like... I think Power would be better as a graphic novel <laughs> or a comic than a TV show. <laughs> if you had that's thought bubbles? Yeah. What if you had thought bubbles for what Tommy was right. thinking? Oh, when he's staring out the window? <laughs> yeah. No, whenever go straight into his top. Oh, right. Tommy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, no, Tommy's would be blank whenever he was thinking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're going to move on. Yeah, I don't... That's such a... Because, uh, you know, it's like... Well, no, you know, it's interesting. In answer to that, so there's a there's a Viking anime called Vinland on, yep. I think. I heard anime, about yeah. that. And so I started watching that. You know, I like all this Viking stuff. And, and I kind of wish it was a little less, like, anime with, like, you know, characters acting like Ed from, uh, you know, from Cowboy, Cowboy Bebop, Bebop in yeah. the Viking days. <laughs> And so, yeah, exactly. Oh, got some so silly someone, shit in it. Got so that silly was like, Yeah, you should maybe you should. It's read like you're a Viking. Shut up. Someone said the same thing about uh, Berserk to me. They were like, "Yo, you should read the manga and not see the mm. shows or the movies or yeah. whatever." So there is some stuff where tone you can sort of figure out your own tone off of the you know, off of the screen, yeah. you know, off of the the comic or the manga or the whatever. Versus if you're actually watching a. You know, a TV show or a movie, then that's been decided for you. Mm-hmm. No, I mean that's just a tough one. I feel like comics, all these are all unique mediums, and I think each one has its own benefits and you know restrictions that I think if you're talented, you can make work for you. So yeah, yeah, it just depends. Good question. Good question, though. The next one comes from FWC, a.k.a. Notorious FWC, a.k.a. Silky Johnson. They write, "What up, Bison? H.U. I you learned." Know? I learned a lesson this homecoming, so I asked a question for you for Howard University Homecoming 2020. Uh-oh. Which would you rather go to? A, a super packed turn up where everyone is on top of each other, or B, a less attended party where you could throw a rock and not hit anybody, but you can focus on those who were there. Give me your thoughts. The lesson they learned was that after doing a super packed party on Friday, they ended up at a less attended party on Saturday, and they actually had a really good time at the latter party. Um, still beautiful, smart, witty, Howard women or men, if that's your choice. But now you actually get to meet some new folks. And when a drink is needed, bam, got it and was back in less than five minutes. I was having, I, I like having a lounge for just a cool crew. That's oh, a square. <laughs> <laughs> so Ben is a DJ, so he may see, feel differently. 
Yeah, I'm all about B. I'm, I don't know. Yeah, know. I mean. I know you're about making the connections. So I think it really depends. I'm about hearing people when they talk. I'm about not waiting online for a drink. I'm about yeah. not being hot. I'm not about being I get that. Clothes. But I'm to me, that's. Burning feels. me with their cigarettes. Waiting online. Months, but to me, know? that's called VIP. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's to me. At. Listen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> behind the velvet rope folks not gonna <laughs> lie when I go to homecoming I'm technically not really going to meet new people I'm yeah. going to see the peoples I fucks with who I haven't seen in a year or more yeah yes. but I, wouldn't you rather hang out with them like in yes absolutely but in that well not necessarily chill scenario mean. because like for example there's the old Howard Gala that I attend and I love yeah. everyone's dressed up in their finest I mean in gowns I would dress in a very fine best red gown and every and all the men had suits and all this other stuff, whatever. And at the same time, we're, we're all, you know, hoity-toity, how to try all that stuff. But we're we're, we're jumping on couches yeah. and we're drinking and carrying on all the other stuff. And it was generally all people that I knew from from my year, the year surrounding my years, and it was packed. But to your point, it was people I knew. So I think that happy medium of going places where it's planned where the people you fucks with are going to be there, but it's still packed, it's, it's fine with me. Because my thing is, if I'm with people I mess with, I'm going to have fun regardless of how many people in there. Now, if I wanted something that was less of a turn up, to me, that's like brunch. And that happens anyway. That happens. This is the worst. That now, happens okay, anyway on Sunday. That well, is and I'm not where, talking about the turn up brunch. I'm talking about yes. the brunch where you go with your your smaller group of friends. That is where I will agree. I hate the turn up brunch. Yeah. Because you wait forever. You never get your food. Yeah. It's just a waste or of time. Parable. Like this. The la- I didn't go this year, but last homecoming we did not go to the turn up <laughs> brunch on Sunday. We went to this random spot, um, down on K H was it H or K where they redid everything. That's H, right? Or K? I can't remember. DC what? is a different place. So who yeah, knows? Everything. Both of them. Just, but it was a random ass spot off campus you know far from campus so it was none of that turn yeah. up and it was nice though you know there was still some people in there it was popping but I didn't have to wait forever and the food was great all that stuff um yeah but nah come on man this is a simple question I'm DJ Ben I mean we're kind of favorite DJ folks <laughs> it like, gotta be packed I, I come from the era of love nightclub like 5,000 people let's go you know I want 3,000 people on my floor singing along to every word I drop when I drop them hits like nah B next question the next question <laughs> comes from Kirk Kitty. They write, we live in a world of remakes and sequels. What if any remake, in your opinion, was better than the original? Oof. With the this Chico is a good Leo. Chico Leo question. Yeah. About last night is one that I always bring up. It wasn't it wasn't better, but I think the the Dawn of the Dead remake is definitely really like Zack Snyder's, Zack Snyder's best, best movie, film. Yeah. And and he's really, really Solid. amazing. Not better though. Right. Also, different. I mean similar to that, I think actually the the, the apes. Um, uh, the Planet of the Apes thing has been really good. That, I think those know, are either better or equal to the original. I don't know about better. So again, like, yeah, I'm I'm having a hard time coming up with better, although better does exist. Um, I think they're both so different. Like the Charlton Heston is a classic, no doubt. Right. You know, but I'm including the whole series. Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm just saying one on one. Like the, the Charlton Heston's great, and but that when Caesar tells that motherfucker no in that first one, right. that's right up there with you know him yeah. seeing the statue. I like would, when Caesar says no, oh. I would say the Star Trek Discovery <laughs> is not a remake, but but you, yeah. you know, she the 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 Put Rock said uh, said uh, what you call it definitely uh, better than Enterprise um, spinoffs or sequels so yeah, or remakes. So yeah. I would say I would say that was actually really impressive. Yeah, yep. I agree. Um, Amazing. The Spider Man. Tom Holland is the best Spider Man. Tom ever. Holland is the best Spider Man. And best I Spider-Man. mean, obviously, I won't. We don't know this, but the the his Dark Materials, which is coming out on HBO yep. soon. 
clearly looks better than they made the first one into a movie that what that 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 I was a big it. dud. It was yeah, it was but it was a major like 150 million dollar mm-hmm. movie like 15 years ago. And they say his and it was they a big say dud. Fire right, and yeah. so this one is probably going to be this is going to be a better thing than that. Watson's so, better than Zack Snyder's movie. Uh, yeah, so I I actually and and related to that, I actually think you know I've been you know. Um, hard on HBO for like 10, 12 years. I think HBO has actually turned a corner to me, and I think part of it is the the, the kicking D&D to the curb and, and choosing George R. R. Martin and Nettie Okafor over over those guys. But I think in general, like, yeah, I, I really like Watchmen. Mm-hmm. I like... Um, you know, uh, Succession. You know, this the, his Dark Materials yeah. looks really good. Um, I'm gonna oh, make an amendment. The Deuce, the Deuce. I also happen to think the Deuce is like yeah. wildly underrated, but it's like unless it's The Wire, like nobody's gonna watch any David Simon show. People don't watch Treme. I thought that was really good. Um, although it, it had a slow start, but it was really good. I um, want to make an amendment that I think Tom Holland's the best live action. Spider-Man. Yes. I really fucks with Miles Morales in yeah. the animated film. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I fuck with everybody in the animated film. Um, yeah, I always bring up the movie about last night, which is a right. comedy, and they did a remake with a bunch of uh, people of color. And I, I've never even seen the original, but the remake is really one of my favorites. Like, rom-com movies is really dope. Demi Moore does full frontal nudity, and uh, it's one, it one of the first cinematic appearances of uh, the dude who's uh, the father in Arrested Development and, and is the father or mother, father-slash-mother in Transparent. Oh, um, Tambor. Yes, Jeffrey Tambor. Tambor. Yep. All right. Well, yeah, that's a great question. And I am one of those people who, that's why I always talk, like, I judge everything on its own. I think sequels, remakes, whatever, all have creative merit. It just depends on how they're done, you know? And that's why when people are like, yeah, you know, another remake, I'm like, yeah, whatever, B. Like, we're like, like Damon Lindelof said, you know, I keep referring to this interview. We're always telling the same basic story. Battlestar Galactica was was is definitely Another. one. Yeah. Definitely Battlestar yeah. Galactica. You know, and I thought the original, original. No, the I've original one was dope, but yeah, I was but also it's, six it's when it was 70s. on. So, yeah, it's you know. so super cheesy. Never seen the original. It used to have some dope ass spaceships. And the Cylons were dope. Yeah, the Cylons were dope as hell. And it had two black characters and women and two women fighter pilots yep. out of like the four or five fighter yeah. pilots. In the so 70s, it was so. somewhat progressive in mm-hmm. that sense. All and, I all I know is that they changed Starbucks from a man to a woman. Yes. Yeah. Starbuck was like Star Lord originally. No, well, it was you know it was Starbuck, but yeah, no, was, but I mean originally he was Dirk, Dirk, Dirk Bogart. Yeah, he was, he was the dude who played Face on A yeah. Team was the original Starbuck. Yep. You remember facing A Team, the, the no. old A Team. No. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, just, like <laughs> that's not. He, that's I mean, he literally is like the Chris Pratt of the seventies. Oh, okay. You know, like the oh, he's dude, just being everything. No, the dude just looked like Chris Pratt. Like you oh, know, like you, you know, mean like, physically. Oh. Yeah, he got the same. You know, like he's that. You know, prototypical. You know, white man. Got you. Yeah. Heard you. All right. Next question comes from Robert, Bobby. Prototypical. AKA, <laughs> AKA LL Cool Runnings. They write, oh. what are you guys enjoying? <laughs> that was, uh, oh, that's dope. Yeah. What are you guys enjoying that you don't see getting the attention you think it deserves? Oh, dude, I, I have a lot to say about that. <laughs> all right, what's what, not that the attention it deserves? Yeah, I think the deuce doesn't get the attention it okay. deserves. I think Snowfall doesn't get the attention it deserves. 
Uh, I think Godfather of Harlem's not getting enough attention. Yes, I think that uh, show is fire. fire. And I when I go say back. I gotta, I gotta, yeah, that, some, that I definitely the most I mean, well acted series that that's probably on TV where today. We're at? I mean, because I saw the first six. Right? We saw the first six. I yeah, think. so I don't, have they caught up to that yet? I don't think so. I don't think six. Yeah, yet. it hasn't no. been out six weeks. No. All right. Um, I think that fairy show on Amazon was didn't get enough attention. Like that the was an original show. property. Oh, a yeah. fairy show. It, it was like a show with like fairies and you know had uh, Orlando Jones. Yeah, and, it was like uh, or, no, I, Orlando, like Penny Jones, Dreadful Orlando, part two. Orlando. Uh, no. I have no idea what y'all are talking about. Not what? Orlando Jones. Orlando Bloom. And, yeah, it was Penny uh, Dreadful and, part two. Between Orlando Jones, and Orlando and Bloom. Cara, okay. Cara it was Penny Dreadful part two. It was. It was like but you know, it was Penny gothic. Dreadful with like fantasy stuff. And Penny Dreadful had horror instead of fantasy. Right. The World building was really dope. So it's like Action Bronson, you know, with food instead of drugs or Ghostface Killer. No, I mean, it was like, you know, um, <laughs> no, it's good. I, I don't know, whatever. I thought it was really good. It was an original uh, property that was created for TV. It wasn't like some book or comic. It was like, oh, you know, was, you know, know Orlando and, and like can't carry a. Um, but he can carry a TV show, and now he's all now he's like in his like mid to late forties. Yeah. It's a totally different scenario. He's not like this yeah, the pretty little buck. girl, you know, wow. like, you know, whatever. He's like a grizzled man. <laughs> the show Underground. Orlando is never gonna be when different. it was out. The show Underground yes. didn't get, Did not it get enough so, love. I, that's because of the network. It was and as one, much as as Ben and I two day face at yeah. Comic Con, but two years ago or whatever it was, was like, yo, man, this is just another slavery story. What's the point? And they said to our Okay, like Aldis Hodge and them, they said to our face, they were calm. They said, it's all right, just watch And where is Hodge right now? Is he, is he's he doing stuff. Enough? He's busy. He's doing okay, stuff. He's good. been in projects. Yeah. But the point is, like, again, it's not out no more. He's gone. Rest in peace. That was an amazing, amazing show. Mm-hmm. Um, watch the deuce. Yeah. Stuff that's out now that you don't think, or that you're enjoying, that you don't think is getting enough attention, love. Wu-Tang Clan and American fucking saga. There's like an issue with it's not clear when when things are. They, they need to give dates because they go back and forth and you don't even know. And it's like sometimes it's 87. You can't tell based on the, the outfits or right, like, right. That's what I'm looking at is I'm looking at outfits and sneakers. Wu-Tang Clan is, to me, the best show on TV right now. There will be there will be no slander There's issues. There's Clan. issues with no, me not and, knowing and second, when, when. The costume designer is an HU graduate. H-U? They are sitting there rocking snow beach polo it's 1990s snow folks. beach wow that is like no it is very i don't know what new york you grew up in yeah. fam wow. but in the 90s <laughs> in new york these dudes are dressing how they are dressed don't the, the costume it jumps the back cars. i'm just saying they jump back like that i mean yes the jewelry, yeah. Yeah. No. all right once again Wu-Tang Clan and American Saga is the best show on television. All I'm saying is they could just use a little Chiron like 1989-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1992-1
like quoting as if they were Wu Tang, yeah. but talking about actual financial Finance. instruments. Wow, it was great. that's amazing. It was great. Yeah, I have to assume that My Little Pony friendship is magic is better than the original My Little Pony show, if that existed even. It did. It was a My Little Pony okay, show back so. in the day. Yeah, that, yeah, friendship is magic is banging on it. Yeah, yeah Dunk, just like Thundercats, the remake show was banging on. Friendship the, magic the, the, the was the new one, right? Yeah, I messed with the new yeah. one. Okay, this is the last one. This one comes from Damien, the Little Wayne. Oh. Damien Wayne. Damien the Little Wayne. Get it? Anyone? Yeah, I got Mueller? it. Getting it is not the issue with these AKA's <laughs> folks. Y'all be out here reaching. How? But see, my thing is you can't let you can't tell people, oh, ask us anything, then be roasting them the minute no, they no, say they If you got an AKA that's a reach, I'm gonna say it. I've reached several times on the show. We have told yes. you that you reached. Yeah. Right? But damn, I know people getting scared because they're like, damn, nah, y'all have to it, roast come, us like come that. with that fire, bro. But Damien the Little Wayne. Don't be. I think it's it's cute. They try anyway. John Delorean invented the those those. You uh, lost me completely. John Delorean one. invented Let's the car the with uh, with uh, the doors that. open like with that. John Mandalorian. Oh from come John on, that's dope. Because <laughs> you didn't watch the trailer today, so you haven't been thinking about Mandalorians all day. <laughs> the question matter. is. Every week, you should have said I'm gonna take this Mandalorian to 88 miles or something like. <laughs> That's every, terrible. Every week, a new yeah. streaming service is announced, and every week, people say that it's more expensive than cable. One of the major complaints about cable is that you have to pay a, for a bunch of channels when there are only a handful that you would ever watch. Now we have more freedom to choose what we want to watch and when to watch it without subscription streaming. So why do so many people choose to subscribe to everything all at once when it's far cheaper to binge what you want, cancel until enough shows or seasons pop up on a particular platform, and then resubscribe? Laziness. You can't be bothered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't yeah. be bothered. Why do, you, why do you still got a million apps on your phone that you never deleted after you them once? <laughs> it's just there. Like, if it's not, why, why do I have 138 like, voicemails that I haven't listened to? Yeah, you don't want to get slandered with your name. But, but you not, over here coming, like, like, you see how these people come with heat at us? Like, like I tell why don't you right cancel now, your subscription? And I know that I'm going to, I'm going to hurt somebody's Damien feelings. Damien the Little Wayne. I know I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings right now. <laughs> I have 93,000 plus unread email messages. Yeah, yeah. Now, is it hurting me? Not really. Is it harming anybody else? Nah. Is it? Does it shocking other people when they see it? Sure. Does that mean anything? Like, no. In the grand scheme of things, I'm still functioning. There are several princes in Nigeria that it's harming, though. I'm sure of it, Chica. <laughs> Absolutely sure of it. And that's to my benefit. So. Or at least people claiming to be princes in Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. 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 Little Damien, the little Wayne. <laughs> That. They over here coming to me like, why you? Why you got all these subscription services? Maybe I like supporting artists. We wasn't coming at you personally, but maybe no, you, feel, they, you, feel, you feel persecuted. You this feel is a legitimate question in today's like, society. I mean, yeah. like, it is. It's it's the biggest joke because everyone's been like, oh, I'm cutting the cable. I'm dope yeah. or whatever. And then it's like, <laughs> yeah, and I'm spending fucking six fifty, sixty, seventy dollars a month, and you know, and I don't even have ESPN. Facts. Uh, <laughs> well, that's, that's the most expensive channel and you're bundled speaking, on basic cable ESPN is the most expensive wow. speaking of streaming services if you are a Verizon customer and I believe that's Verizon Wireless and or Verizon Fios you get, you get a year free of Disney Plus right. like let me off that. break let me hold so that. if you ain't get that and you're not holding that make sure you go talk to your peoples and I'm get that going that 
Um, yeah, but I'm. I mean, I think it's two weeks from today that I believe. Yeah, that yeah the, it is. Uh, Mandalorian, Mandalorian will be on yeah. the screens. Yes. Give me so that. Just saying, crack into uh, this content. I mean, at, at this point. Injected into my I'm face. so much more looking forward to that yeah. than I am the rise and fall or whatever of Skywalker. Look, I want it all, baby. Yeah. It's Star Wars. I don't care. Cat, Give it to me. When is the Cassie and Andor show coming? Yep, on? give me that too. Yeah. Obi Wan is being run by a woman. But at this point, the answer to the show question runner? is. I don't need to see anything. The answer to the question there is. Those people. The answer to the question is nobody <laughs> nobody really cares. Um, they just, everyone's just chilling where they are until they actually take the time to look Chico at what they're paying over for. here. <laughs> Let the past die. It's yeah. kind of, I mean, it's like, it's a lot of grave robbing. Somebody and, said and, that and Adam Driver's face know. is too big for his head. And I can't get that it's image true. out of my That head. dude just doesn't look like he should be in space. <laughs> I don't like Kylo Ren. I like Finn and I like Ray. I love and Kylo. Rose. A lot of people don't like Kylo. Ren. I love Kylo. I love them all. Kylo's I like the worst. funny. He's very yeah, he's evil. hilarious. I like he's Captain so Phasma. I, I blinked two or three times, then I she was I didn't see her at all in the movie. <laughs> that was that. All right. So if you have any more questions for the For All Nerds team, hit us up. Contact at For All Nerds or leave um, a comment on Instagram or our Twitter at For All Nerds. Or go to ForAllNerds.com and either in the sidebar or in the footer, there is a cute little form that you can fill out to enter in your guac questions and they get sent directly to us. Mm-hmm. All right, folks, it is almost time for us to wrap this up. But before we get out of here, I have got to do something because it's been a couple of weeks and it's now time for Comic It's the return of Comics I Cop, where we talk about all the different comics that we've been copying, everything we've been buying, reading, new, old. It doesn't matter. Use that hashtag, Comics I Cop. That's C-O-M-I-C-S-I-C-O-P-P-E-D. C-O-P-P-E-D. Comics I Kizzat. And as everyone knows, we've been talking about House of X, Powers of Ten, the recent run by Jonathan Hitman. We actually got a Which I didn't get up to. Don't say nothing about it. I'm not gonna spoil anything, you know you late. Um yeah, we you know we (laughs) added that I was late. You see, he's so (laughs) jaded. Look, look, folks. It's we into Dawn events now. You know, if you ain't finished House and Power now, I can't help you. Um we actually got a listener call or question this week, which we didn't answer where they asked us have we tried to get Jonathan hit me on the show and the answer is yes we have I was actually blasting him up on Twitter because I think that House of X and Powers of Ten is one of the blackest runs of any comic book series ever it's incredible Chico if you haven't heard you are I've only heard sleeping. good things no 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 I've only it's heard good things stupid and uh, I'm waiting for collections and things that's how I roll understandable but we're now into Dawn of X which is the sixth first series uh, the six first issues that were coming out after House and Powers. And the first two are X-Men by Jonathan Hitman. And then last week, Marauders by, I want to say Duggan is the uh, author's name, dropped. And Marauders features Kitty Pride, uh, Storm, Pyro, Iceman, and I think that's it. Those are the main characters traveling around the world on ships, rescuing mutants from various countries and taking them back to Krakoa when they can't get to Krakoa. So it's basically about Kitty Pride being a pirate. Oh, that's dope. It's amazing. 
Is Pyro still Australian? Pyro's. This is actually the first Pyro. I didn't know that there was two Pyros now, because the original Pyro is Australian, and there's a second Pyro who took the name when the first one died, and the second one was actually um, gay and had an affair with Iceman. Okay. And so in this issue, when the first Pyro shows up, Iceman's trying to disappoint it. So it's like its own song of fire and ice. There it is. Yeah, and Iceman's trying to say that this ain't the Pyro that he got it on with, and this is a different Pyro. But, you know, we'll see what this Pyro's about. Maybe he likes to get down, too. Who knows? Right. Absolutely. More fire and ice. But, yeah, uh, so far, both of these series are dope. X-Men is written by Jonathan Hibben, so it's dope. You know, you already know. Uh, This week, Stalibur drops, which is the third series, which features... Captain Britain, uh, Psylocke, the original Psylocke, is now taking over Captain Britain's title. And also Apocalypse is a member of the new Excalibur, so I can't wait to see it. Oh, yeah, no, a lot of shit happened in House of X. Yeah, yeah, A a lot of stuff went down in House of X and Powers of X. Just imagine they just change all the whatever, and it's it's how they get there that is how they hook you each time. Yeah, well, this time it's... Hopefully, Marvel lets this stick for at least in that five, six years. I don't know. I, I'm really interested to see how Marvel is going to incorporate the Fantastic Four and X Men into the into the MCU. I don't. I people keep asking, will they use this stuff from the Hitman run? And I can't see them not doing it. But it's such a seismic shift. It would make for but most, such but interesting remember, movies, though. Yeah, but you got to figure what. So a hundred thousand people are reading these comics, but a yeah. hundred million are going to see these movies. For five hundred million, yeah, you know. So I mean, but would but could they do they these weird? Do, yeah. I mean, these stories are so out there, though. It's it would it'd be such a change to the MCU on the level of like the Thanos snap, right? Even you know what the X Men are doing right now, but I would love to see it. So, um, you know, check those out. Also this week, I want to give a quick shout out to a friend of mine, his comic book, my man, uh, Stetch Sawyer on Twitter. His name is Ben Sawyer and Jim Owsley put out this book, Butcher Queen. And the first two issues of Butcher Queen are out right now. And it's kind of like Butcher Queen is like this. uh, I would describe it as like a Blade Runner. Um... But what, what's a uh, neuromancer? What's oh, up? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Gibson, the cyber cyber, cyberpunk. Like a cyberpunk series that features this woman, uh, the lead character is the Butcher Queen. And they set it up like so. Uh, this is the description that they give it a book. In Black Star City, alien off-worlders are being systematically attacked and removed from society by a clandestine paramilitary group called the Overseers. When fugitive cop-turned-mercenary Sid Tiowa is contacted by a victim who escaped her grip, she is thrust into a horrifying war of secrets that will determine the future of human and alien relations on Earth forever. So, yeah, it's got aliens, it's got cyberpunk. So, I kind of would compare it to something like a Total Recall, even as a comic book, more so than even just a straightforward, like, uh, oh, what's the other one? Fifth Element. Right. Yeah, like a Fifth Element type joint as a comic book with a woman as a protagonist. Dope art. My man, uh, Stetch Sawyer, Ben Sawyer does the art. So, check that out. It is actually from an independent publisher, Red Five. So check this out, Butcher Queen. The Red first two five is uh, is Luke's, Luke's call, call sign in Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, yep. yeah. And so, Jim Owsley is actually Christopher Priest's government name. Oh, that's right. But this is not the same Owsley. No. no, yeah, this is a different Jim Owsley. Definitely a very different Jim Owsley. Looking at this picture of him right here. But shout out to both of them. Independent book. Check that out. And one last one because we're gonna have him on the show very soon is Al Ewing. 
the mm-hmm. author of Immortal Hulk, which reached its 25th issue right now. The 25th issue is one of the illest in this whole run. The whole run is fucking incredible. That's all I'm going to say about it. If you love dope comments, if you love horror, if you love Twilight Zone, if you love the Incredible Hulk, you need to be reading this book. It's the best shit. So related to that, apparently, like Marvel doesn't, they have the right to use the Hulk in in other people's movies, but But they don't have the right right to to make a Hulk movie. movie. And like, that's why they're like, you know, but you know. This would never work as a movie anyway. This stuff is so dark and so weird. It'd be so off brand and what they've been doing with the Hulk so far. I would love to see it as a TV series, but even then it would be so dark and so horrific. I mean, like this, this shit involves the devil. In the latest issue, it's set. It's take place uh, millions of years in the future, where the Hulk has become a force like Galactus, like the destroyer of worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. is going through the universe, destroying everything. And it's pretty much about the end of the universe at the hands of the Hulk. Is the latest issue. So, Al Ewing is absolutely killing it. We're gonna have him on the show very soon. But make sure you check that out. Immortal Hulk. And uh, that's about it for comments like Optus read from me. As opposed to the end of the universe at the hand of Thanos, or the end of the universe at the hand of Dark Phoenix. Look, it happens a lot in comic books, folks. These are comments. This is what happens. You know, it's always something Actually, going although down. Although Thanos, it was specifically half, half the, the universe, universe not yeah. the end of the no, universe. No, the Hulk is absolutely turning everything in the universe to nothing in this latest issue. Right. And it's quite an ill, very well-written story that goes along with that. Also out this, well, recently is The Last Trade of Wicked and Divine. If you haven't heard our interview with Kieran Gillen, that's another instant classic that you need to go check it out. And The Last Trade is now out, so you can now buy the whole series and enjoy it like I do. It's the greatest thing ever. All right. Anything else before we get out of here tonight? Watch The Deuce if you have HBO. Oh, Jesus. Sorry, we get it. Well, the last episode just (laughs) aired. Like, you know, it's over now. But it would make a good binge, I'm telling you. I I might have to check it out one of these days. Tatiana, anything else going on out here in the world of geek news? I just want to say, make sure you guys are subscribed to us. Subscription is still vastly important. Always and forever will be important. Make sure you share with everyone. Very important that you guys share our shows. Uh, if you like what you hear, tell other people about it. Y'all were very vocal about this Damon Lindelof episode, and we thank you yes. so much. Like That really, really matters because not only does this help other people discover our show, it also helps the folks that give us access to interview these people, to interview creatives, to interview talent. Uh, when they see that everyone else really, really messes with us like that, then they go, okay, you know, they must be legit. So make sure that you guys are subscribing. Make sure you're leaving comments on the SoundCloud or on the, uh, and leaving uh, ratings and reviews. Like, really let us know what's up. And again, whether you agree or disagree with us, please let your voice be heard. Word. Check out Sword and Scandal. Yes. Check it out. New episode coming very soon. Very soon. Before Thanksgiving. 